How do we start this show again? <laughs> I do Cold it. open. Was there no pre-roll? We we, yeah, right, right. We, no pre-roll. Two minutes. There's no pre-roll. Okay, so that's I guess that's what threw me. I was this episode is brought to you by John's new iPad. John, do you have a new I iPad? Don't. No, I don't. Oh, well, don't you? <laughs> yeah, I do, but it, I did not sponsor this episode. Yeah. <laughs> well, why would I sponsor an episode that I, I don't? None of this makes any sense. <laughs> well, I, are you just getting into this? We're at like episode 140 or something. <laughs> How's your new iPad, Dan? Yeah, there we go. I, I have a new iPad. It's uh, it's pretty cool. I like it a lot. Uh, the 10.5 inch <laughs> iPad Pro. Say, is, it, uh, is it a Samsung? <laughs> it is a Samsung iPad. It catches on fire. Okay, 10.5 inch iPad Pro. Indeed. Go. And is the are you are you lusting over or I guess you already have? Are you gushing over the Pro Motion as much as all the other people? Well, yeah, I've seen people arguing about it both ways. Like there was somebody. I think. Um, you said like, it looked like the soap opera effect, I think. Well, right? I, except I don't mean to say it like that because I feel like that's pejorative. I hate that on TVs. But like if you're watching video, it's fine because it automatically goes back down to the right frame rate and uh, sure. refresh rate for video. So video does not look weird. I haven't. I don't know. Are there any like high? So what's the high frame rate stuff that they've started messing around with? I don't think there are versions of those movies that are available on like for rent like that's a theater thing i felt like so far i don't yes know. rent is a theater thing i've seen it <laughs> oh, <wait. laughs> uh, if i this would be if i were good enough and conversant enough with that musical to do that name of that song with all the numbers in it then i would tell you that's how long minutes. it felt like i had been listening to you. <laughs> <laughs> that was a long fair. sentence it's fair it was it was hard to put together too yeah. um so i think the promotion thing which is not to be confused with promotion <laughs> right um, is it's pretty good i mean i think it, it makes everything just look smoother and snappier which is really all i really want out of an ipad anyways right like everything seems very responsive and very quick and very smooth and i think that's great when you're just talking about like animation and scrolling i've seen a couple people like complain about it i think Chris Perillo, who's like a tech dude, was like complaining, uh, ranting on Twitter about like inconsistent frame rates or something in iOS. And he's like, oh, and it's so much, it's even worse with that new 120 hertz, you know, refresh rate. And I was like, I have no idea what you're talking about, dude. Things look great to me. (laughs) (laughs) I I cannot figure out what his beef is. Um, I've seen a couple other people saying that like, I think um, Stephen Hackett mentioned to me at some point that it, it was like making him slightly nauseous. And I was like, all right. I can see if you're very sensitive to that kind of thing. That might happen. I have experienced none of that. Um, to me, again, it just looks really smooth. And mm. I I think that it will not surprise me to see all of Apple's displays make this transition eventually. All right, then. Question asked and answered, Counselor. Okay. What else you got for me? But still no, uh, it doesn't do any of that, that uh, like you can't 3D touch on an iPad still, right? Nope. Nope. Sorry. Enjoy that. Well, well your iPad sucks, Dan. <laughs> Can't 3D touch on anything. I mean, what about what about the world around you, John? No. It's all 3D touch. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. <laughs> okay, so you're happy with it. It seems like uh, the reviews are all, for the most part, pretty good. Yeah, I mean, the performance, I haven't had a chance to put anything really through its paces, but everything seems super fast. And are, are, did you put the beta in? I don't know. Are we allowed to talk about that? <laughs> You're a developer. Okay. I'm. I'm not. <laughs> can you? Uh, you can't even say if you put it on. 
uh, I, I'm fine. I put it on. I don't care. I, people yeah, want to yeah. want to get on me. Yeah. That's fine. Don't yeah. at me. Come at me. <laughs> don't at me. <laughs> right. Apples. Do don't. Um, <laughs> don't at me with your cease and desist. <laughs> uh, in general, by the way, people should not install the beta on their their main devices. Although, of course, I did. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I find it actually extremely impressive for a first beta. Uh, only today is the first day that I've truly had like showstopper problems where i use my phone and again this is not a reflection on how ios 11 will be i'm sure it will it's, be yeah fine. I, i've run into um, a bunch of bugs but it's it's a beta, I, uh, it's a beta one there's gonna be bugs. i charged my phone overnight it was 100 percent. i used it for about five minutes this morning it was at 40 percent. <laughs> and i've left it plugged in uh since then and it just can't get a charge and it was also <laughs> yeah. like a thousand degrees so now i restarted it and i see it is charging again so it's well it's fine it's one of those things it happens beta but my point is don't be me don't put beta software <laughs> mm-hmm. on your production phone yeah i m- my phone i'm always a little more hesitant about because i do that's sort of important the ipad is enough still of a separate device for me that if it was out of commission i would be okay because i could ju- i would just use my macbook for everything and my phone like that's fine so the ipad i felt pretty comfortable with and and of course especially since your ipad is a consumption machine it is a consumption machine. It gives you consumption. No. <laughs> That's right. Except, except I noticed that you have a, uh, a snazzy new keyboard. It's not that new. I've actually had this one for a few months, but I took a picture of it and the internet went wild. Yeah, yeah. Well, I haven't seen it before and you, you've been holding that on us. Uh, I have been. I was going to, I was thinking about writing a review, especially since so many people seemed interested. This is an the iClever foldable Bluetooth keyboard. I don't know if it has a fancier name than that, but you could, you should be able to find it on Amazon. Point of easy. order though. I'm looking at Dan's photo, which we should include in the show notes. First of all, it's a, it's a nice looking photo. I'm guessing you took it with your iPhone, mm-hmm. but, uh. <laughs> I want to throw out there, I recognize the movie in the wallpaper on wait, your iPad. Wait, wait, are you sure? Are you sure you know exactly which movie it is? I believe it's actually the one I've watched most recently. It looks to me like it's The Force Awakens, it, but I can't swear it, to It is, in fact, The Force Awakens. Nailed it! Very well. Very well done. Yeah, um, yeah so this is a, the iClever folding Bluetooth keyboard. Uh, it's a split keyboard. It's like one of those old like uh, ergonomic split keyboards. And that's, I mean, part of the reason I was just intrigued by it was that and the fact that it does just fold up into this incredibly compact package. Riser up. <laughs> Somebody uh, might be eating. I hit, I, hit, I hit my bowl as I was talking. Yeah. Uh, I, uh, Clink. I tend oh, to thank hate, you very much. I tend to hate these split keyboards. So, and that's, that's, that's obviously a personal it's preference thing. totally fair. How many? How long did it take you to adjust to it, or did you just like, yep, no, nope, my hands work on this perfectly? That is a great question. Um, the only thing that has gotten me is there's only one key that I expect to be in the other on the other side, and that's the B key because I always instinctively hit that with my right thumb on a normal keyboard. And it is on the left what side. What the hell do you do that for? Stop what? doing that. That's just weird. The, you hit the B with your right thumb? Yeah. That's crazy. That is the crazy. The thumbs that are is, only that, for the no, space. Maybe that is, that is crazy. Hold on. I'm testing now. I'm, yeah. I'm trying to yeah. see if I'm right. It might be my left index, but it's my or my right index. It's definitely it's my right, right index hand, that's though. tolerable. It's definitely the problem is that I want to hit it with the my image, right hand and image, it's not there. Maybe did they change it? Because the image on Amazon shows it on the left side. Yeah, no, the B is on the left side, I'm and he's mis- saying I'm... that he's accustomed to hitting it with his right hand, oh, so he oh, I can't speak. That's the problem. <laughs> Dan's point is that because he doesn't touch type perfectly, the B is tr- tricky for him, but that's, it's really a damn problem versus cray. the keyboard. I'm going to take issue with your touch type perfectly and is this... challenge you to some sort of typing battle. <laughs> no, he's right. <laughs> You're this wrong. Is... I can't tell. Is this an iOS-specific keyboard, or no, is this just a regular No, and that's, that's one yeah. of my other many complaints about it, is that it is... 
the layout by default is a Windows layout, and so you have to deal with the fact that a couple keys oh, are right. in the wrong position, which annoys me. Yeah, the thing that has annoyed me with iPad keyboards, I use you know the uh, the Logitech one for the iPad twelve something inch Pro, um, but is the lack of an escape key. Where I expect the mm-hmm. escape key to be is a home button, and I never mean quit this app. I mean like dismiss this dialog box right. or you know yep. make this thing go away. And I do that probably fifteen times per iPad using session, <laughs> and. Mm. I'm hitting the home button instead. This does have an escape listed key. I haven't tried it because I'm not sure how that... I I don't recall off the top of my head how that maps because you have to hit a function key to get the home behavior instead, which is fine. Like you, I don't find myself doing... Like, I want the escape key, but I don't remember off the top of my head how it works. Uh, That may be more of an iOS thing, though. The thing that attracts me to this keyboard is how it... When it folds up... um, It's super small. small. It's super small. Which is... Yeah, because the... Most of the... I mean, like almost all of the keyboards now, and I guess it's happened since the iPad Air 2 are, are um, at least on the iPad Air, they're, um, they have those case things. You have to snap it into a case as mm-hmm. opposed to like a backing thing, right. as opposed to they used to have like these ones where you could just like put the end of it into a. Like right, a so like a like a yeah, like a yeah, some sort of which I used to like because then I could just but but now I have to okay, I got to take off the you anyway, know it's it's just like another step and it's kind of a yeah, pain that's ass I, that's why I got this because I I did have a Logitech uh, case on my Air too and I liked it but it did mean I ended up taking my iPad fewer places because it was bulkier and yeah. so I was like well I'm gonna switch back to the smart cover and I'm gonna I, I saw this Bluetooth keyboard you know a few months back I was like oh, I'll buy that and give it a try and the answer is I I've I've ended up using the keyboard, hardware keyboard, just in general less because it is another thing to remember to bring with you. Um, right. And, but I also don't use my iPad as a main device that often, so it's not a huge deal breaker. But this one is small enough you can just throw it in a bag and not in like yeah. it's kind of a negligible addition. And right, I, I'm a fan of it so far. I I really like. I have nitpicks about it, and I'll probably write up a short review. Um, but like the Windows key layout's kind of annoying. The key, I don't know if this is just my my unit or whatever, but some of the keys are a little flaky. Um, like, what, you want to go? Jesus, this Lex. Yeah, nope, Lex, I'm good. let it go. <laughs> I'm good. I, know, I let I, your unit go. It's fine. <laughs> anyway. Um, but, and, but the other thing is, like, it seems like it's a pretty decent-sized key layout, though. Yeah, the keys, like, the main keys are pretty decent-sized. The top row is a little small, but not that much smaller than, like, an Apple wireless keyboard. Yeah, right, so. right. Um, I don't like the key, the arrow key layout as much as the new Apple. It's the new Apple layout where like the left and right keys are full size yeah. and the up and down ones are half size. Yeah. And I don't dig that quite as much uh, on my, I have the older wireless keyboard where it's got, they're all half size. And I actually, mm-hmm. I actually prefer that. I agree, just it's, it's I, much agree but I, I have to deal with that on my MacBook Pro. Anyway, yeah, it's so. everywhere now. You can't really do much yeah. about that. Other than that, the, yeah, the, uh, the non iOS layout thing is the most annoying because it worked like all the buttons, you know, you can get them to work right, but they're in the, the, the specifically the option and command keys are opposite of where I would expect them to be based on every other keyboard. Mm. So I have to kind of like <laughs> remap my brain every single time I want to do that, which is a little bit annoying. Uh, other than that, though, I mean, like, you know, it's a $30 keyboard or so. It's pretty good. It's small. And it like the fact that you can travel with it. Thirty-two ninety-nine. Yeah, it's. Right it reminded me a little bit of the keyboards I used to. I used to have a keyboard for my 
Palm Pilot. Uh-huh. And yep. it was it folded up. It was like a trifold situation. It was full size keys, but it folded up to be about the size of another Palm Pilot. And I just loved that. And it had a dock for the Palm Pilot in it. Right. And I would, yep. I think I did it with a handspring visor too. And like that's how I took notes in college from my freshman year. Wow. I love that. You must have been really popular. Um <laughs> Nope. Did people, did people like your unit? <laughs> you know, you know what people did like, John? People liked that whenever I was wearing a suit, that it wasn't some bogus <laughs> off the rack generic suit that it was made to measure. That's not true. I didn't wear them back then. But now when I wear suits, people are like, wow, that is a made to measure suit and you look fantastic. And I'm like, folks, I look fantastic in or not in this suit, but I look especially fantastic in it. <laughs> Indochino, that's who we're talking about. Indochino is making it easy to get a perfectly tailored suit at an incredible price. You can choose from hundreds of top fabrics, top quality fabrics, and personalize your suit just the way you want, whether it's for work, a wedding, or another special occasion. You guys know weddings. That's the kind of music you hear at weddings. I don't know if you know that. What, but what, what is yeah, happening? It's a, little, it's a little wedding march. <laughs> is this you're like a surprise occasion where John and I get married? What is happening? Is this like a very special episode of The Rebound? You're going to go to a lot of weddings to, this summer. I have something I know, to ask you, Dan. I know, I know how it goes. There's weddings all summer long. If you're going to have to dress up, you might as well dress up in a made-to-measure suit. Indochino has suited up hundreds of thousands of men and are now the largest made-to-measure menswear brand in the world. Here's how it works. Number one, visit Indochino.com or drop by one of their nine North American showrooms. Number two, pick from hundreds of fabrics and patterns. Number three, choose your customizations from lapels to pleats to jacket linings and more. Number four, submit your body measurements. Number five, kick back, relax, and get ready to step into the best, most stylish suit you've ever worn in just four weeks. Honestly, number five isn't really a step. That's just the, the waiting part. This week, our listeners can get any premium Indochino suit for just $379 at Indochino.com when you enter the code REBOUND to check out. That is 50% off the regular price for a made-to-measure premium suit. That's approximately half. Plus, shipping is free. That's Indochino.com, promo code REBOUND for any premium suit for just $379 and free shipping. You will never have to worry about badly fitting suits or expensive trips to the tailor again. Get ready to look like a million bucks. Nothing suits me like a suit. That is from How I Met Your Mother. I'm cutting all of this. <laughs> yeah, okay. I think you should. The entire show. <laughs> um, but you're liking the new iPad and you're liking it with your wacky Bluetooth keyboard. I am liking it with a wacky Bluetooth keyboard. You know what else I'm liking with it, Lex? Is this another ad read? <laughs> What's that, Dan? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I like it's like a, it's the great taste of speaking, steaks. From. Speaking of, uh, you just mentioned how I met your mother. It just made me think: Is there an episode with interventions where they like show up and like, yes. keep throwing interventions, and then someone yes. throws the intervention at the intervention? That's what I'm doing. Like, I'm throwing the ad reads back at you. Okay, that's not <laughs> true. That's not, that is not what I'm doing. Uh, I am very. I bought an Apple pencil. And I've been using that. I saw that in the photo. Uh, I am. I've got a little piece that will probably uh, go up later today on Six Colors about my experiences using it because I I really held off for a long time because I'm not an artist even remotely. Like I can't even doodle very well, <laughs> and I so I was like, oh, this isn't for me. And so I, but uh, I didn't really get the interest. But over the last year or so, I've seen people like talking a lot about note taking apps. And other apps that non-artistic apps that support the pencil, and I was like, oh, that's kind of interesting. Like, it might be cool for sort of a note-taking thing. And then with the iOS 11 announcements that Apple made about like expanding the use of the pencil throughout the uh, other places in the OS, I was like, whoa, that is pretty cool. So I was like, wow, well, what the hell? I bought one. So I've been using that a bunch, and I really like it. I've got some some like minor 
like complaints about it but it's on the whole it's it's a really nice device i imagine the people feel the way about it that you know people feel about airpods where it's like it's just a well-built piece of hardware that's kind of delightful hmm. so there Sounds you go good. i i am surprised that the updated cases don't have some kind of holder oh my god yeah right so that was one of my things in the article i was writing about was i cannot believe there is not a way to just like clip it or magnet it or anything on i just bought i found uh, something on amazon that's supposed to magnet to a smart cover and let you like a little loop that you can put the pencil through so i just ordered one of those i'm curious to see how that works out um but yeah and then they even added like an apple pencil case like it's like a leather case that you can put your your pencil yes. in, and it doesn't. That's it. It's a leather sleeve for anything. the pencil. Now, what you the, have less of a leg to stand on because you have a keyboard that's also separate. Yeah, but like it's a lot harder to lose a Bluetooth keyboard than it is to lose a small pencil. Is there Find My Pencil? I'm genuinely asking. I, I've never there is not, touched the app. Not, not that I can. No know. speaker. No ability for it to make none noise. of that. Um, <laughs> the, the, uh, that's the solution. <laughs> I was going to yeah. say the the thing about the um the Apple Pencil case that is hilarious is I went on to the Apple Store page to see like maybe it's magnetic and I'm just missing something. And you know how the Apple Store pages all have like questions about this product? Every single fucking question was does this attach to the iPad in some way? <laughs> there were literally 10 in a row and I was like this is amazing. <laughs> it's it really it's befuddling. I don't know. I don't understand it's, why you would It's do that. the kind of thing that makes people annoyed about Apple, yep. right? Like, yep. Because I would imagine they know people want it, and they couldn't find a way that satisfied them aesthetically, because if they build in a groove to hold a pencil on an iPad and you don't have one, it's going to look shitty. I'm sending, you the solu- I'm sending you both the solution right now. Uh-oh. Okay. Duct tape? Close. <laughs> yes. Nice. I can put it in the show notes. Yeah, that's a chain, a chain wallet, but the but adapted for the pencils. What you're saying? Sure. You know, yeah. Just, yeah. I mean, yeah. Hooks right to your belt, mm-hmm. and then uh, you just put that, it in your front pocket. That reminds I, me of the adapter I've seen in a couple places to turn your Apple Watch into a pocket watch. <laughs> Not joking. That's a thing. <laughs> Man, they make everything. <laughs> it's really uh, bad at measuring your heart rate when it's in your pocket. <laughs> Uh, yeah, uh, there's a lot of a lot of problems with that. <laughs> yep, unlocking imagine. it every time that you pull it out. Yeah, but yep. Think of how smart it is that is this an it's not likes? bothering to show the face all the time <laughs> when it's in your pocket because you can't even see it. Uh, I I the thing that I have I've never held an Apple pencil, but just visually, if you guys like that. <laughs> I don't know why I even talk on the show, but if you guys like that uh, that magic trick thing of you know pretending to shove the pencil up your nose or pull it out your ear, or whatever, like that pencil is perfectly designed to do that trick. So mm-hmm. just throwing that out there. You're telling it's me very you don't uniform. actually shove it up your nose? Uh, I've said too much. <laughs> Lex went straight from from magic camp to um, taking notes at college. His <laughs> 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 palm pilot. Never said that's why. Cool. That's why though, because he lost his pencil, John. It's up his nose, so he can't take notes with it anymore. <laughs> He's that's all true. <laughs> He's been living it with a with it up there for uh, like nice. Homer Simpson in the cram. That is yep. That is unhealthy, Lex. Yeah. Um, any more questions yeah, about the 10.5 inch iPad? Does it work well with your HomePod? <laughs> Will you buy me one for free? <laughs> no and no. <laughs> no. No and also no, yeah. So that's uh, what Maltz, I ex- expected. Maltz, how many HomePods are you going to buy when mm-hmm. they're available? Good question. Uh, just the one. I'll start with one. 
I mean, I don't, I don't expect that I'm going to throw the Sonos into the ocean immediately, but... Um, <laughs> but, like, a weekend. I, yeah. If you're going to get I mean, rid my, of it, So, my idea me. is that it's going to be... I, I, I mean, right now, I for my TV, uh, I'm just I'm just using... That my Apple TV is attached to, I'm just using the TV speakers like an animal. Oh, my um, God. So, I'm <laughs> expecting to use that with Wait, the Wait, so is it confirmed that you can output the TV audio from their Apple TV to a HomePod? Because that was a question that was kind of outstanding that people had asked. I, I cannot imagine why you would not be able to because it's AirPlay and you can AirPlay out of an Apple TV to. Can you do devices. that right now? And it's there's no sync issues because I remember at some point there being like a weird sync thing with video on AirPlay. Um, I did it when the keynote was on. I used I was actually an Apple TV three or two. No, it was a two. Um, I did it to some speakers and through a um Airport Express. That yeah, was fine. Okay. There was okay. no latency, if that's what you're asking. Yeah, that was that was the question, whether it yeah. does this. But it, they must have... There was a problem with that at some point, but I assume they just corrected for it somehow. Because you could probably yeah. just delay the video or whatever. I mean, no, I, mean I don't exactly. know. We'll, I, I, I don't know. I mean, I, it, this is this was, like, right next to my Wi-Fi router, so... Uh, yeah, no, I, I mean, it's, I'm, I'm it guessing that they... If that's the, TV the case, is in a different spot, so... If that is the case, then I, I agree that it seems totally likely you'll be able to airplay out of a... The Apple I TV. think they've said. Yeah. I think they've said somewhere that you can do it. I believe I've read it. Okay, I, I did not see that in see the public. Be they've to. been very cagey about like divulging any sort of hard information about this. Yeah, right. The um, so but Dan, you're going to get one HomePod, I'm guessing, so you can join your Google Home and your Echo. Yeah, I make them <laughs> in a little fight. circle around myself, and like mm-hmm. it's like it's a cult. <laughs> no, I'm serious. But you're probably going to get one, right? I, that's that's kind of who you probably, are. Probably, I'm gonna I'm gonna try to get a review unit. That's I've decided. That's my goal. Is I want to I want to see. Hey, hey, I have a lot of oh, expertise you want writing one, about these but things. For free. Well, yes. I have a lot of expertise writing about these one. things. Give me one too, will you? <laughs> yeah, I'd also like a review unit. <laughs> you know what? Fuck you guys. Make your living writing about these things. <laughs> Fair. Um, I kind of want them to be not great. Because I am like I'm, I'm committed on the Sonos side. Like I have enough Sonos speakers. Like, I'm not changing it. Thank you. <laughs> nice. Good. I've made Dan angry. <laughs> Thanks. Thanks, guys. Um, but you know what I mean. Like I, if they're amazing, incidentally, like, I really love the animations on the HomePod page, which show people like talking to the airpod and it's got the little like blue sound waves coming out of their mouth and it just looks like they're either mutants or like vomiting blue sound waves. It's very bizarre looking. But you know, I, I, honestly, like, I mean, I have no disappointments with the Sonos. There's nothing about it that makes me unhappy. It works very, very well in our house. So even if it's amazing, it's not going to necessitate my changing. But if everybody starts ooh and on over, that's a whole thing. Yeah, what they haven't said you know anything about what they <laughs> what they haven't said anything about Never publicly changed, yet John. is you know if they're going to let <laughs> they haven't mentioned anything about apps, right? About HomePod apps. Oh yeah, I don't I don't think that's a thing in this version. I, I I don't know. If I were a betting man, I would bet that by the time it comes out, they're going to say maybe not the music. I don't know. No, I'm it's hard to guess. It. I, but I like, think I think eventually, as they expand Siri Kit, some of that might make its way over to the HomePod. But I don't think it's coming at launch. I think they're just it's going to be a purely first party device at launch. Is my guess. It's interesting. The Siri part of this is so vague right now in terms of like it was it was like a bullet point after they talked like spent like 10 10 minutes talking about the music right right i think they don't know music speaker and also it does some serious yeah i don't know that they've exactly sussed out what that is yet and from all indications based on people who actually saw it none of that was working all they did was hear music none of them none of them saw siri being used to control it 
like none of that so i have to assume that stuff's all being built out and if they're just building that yeah. out now third-party stuff is not going to be ready by then like i agree it would have been great if they'd come out and said like and we'll have third-party access you know that's why we're telling you at wwdc right you're developers you want to build apps for this but if they you know i think they might leave it till next year at the earliest yeah and plus yeah, Siri, even siri kit on the on ios is kind of crappy still like they added a couple things but it was only like two things and they make, you know, AirPlay is usable by, you know, third-party companies can make speakers that support AirPlay. Mm-hmm. I wonder whether they will open up the ability to use Siri Kit inside your AirPlay speaker if you are so inclined. I sincerely doubt it. Uh, yeah, I sincerely doubt that. I too. think they want a differentiator, and I think that's what it is. I mean, the you said, like, you, you know, you, you're very happy with your Sonos, and I agree. I've got two Sonos units I'm very happy with, but, like there's no the voice command thing nobody's really tied together a great sounding speaker and a voice command that is where their niche is right now and it's kind of a small one i think Uh, i've heard tell though that you know i mean because sonos had said so that they're getting ready to this year i think they've even said release echo control of your sonos speakers and that works for my house (laughs) that would be i mean i agree that would be fantastic i think the biggest question there is now you're fundamentally talking about gluing two different systems together Whereas Apple does have the advantage of doing it all in a single package. Yeah. But if they are limiting it all to Apple Music, of which I'm not a customer, then it's not super also interesting Also a problem. Yeah. Agreed. So, yeah. I, will, I mean, I'll try to get one just because I, I've written about all the other ones so far. <laughs> yeah. Well, here's my take. If I'm being honest, in today's digital economy, <laughs> customer experience is the new competitive edge. And the Couchbase Engagement Database is the only database specifically designed to deliver the brilliant experiences that keep modern customers coming back for more. Old school transactional and analytical databases can't deliver the exceptional experiences customers expect today, much less the ones they'll demand tomorrow. But the Couchbase data platform is built on the most powerful NoSQL technology to give your web, mobile, and Internet of Things apps unparalleled agility, manageability, and performance at any scale. You can learn more at couchbase.com slash the rebound. Only the Couchbase Engagement Database is designed to deliver ever richer and more personalized customer experiences as your business innovates and grows. It supports millions of interactions while easily adapting to changing business requirements. It's always on and always fast with consistent high performance and built-in fault tolerance. It keeps your data secure anywhere. It has built-in smarts for highly personalized engagement, one of my favorite kinds of engagement. It's right at home on-premises in the cloud or as a hybrid, and it gives users a seamless, amazing, and always-on mobile experience. Ready to revolutionize your customer experience? Learn more at couchbase.com slash the rebound. Do we want to talk about Tim Cook basically admitting that they're working on car stuff? Yeah, talk about it because he didn't say they're working on a car, right? No. Just like self-driving car technology, right? I, I don't want to talk about car stuff. You don't want to talk about car stuff? No, that was just a, that was just, just a reference. Just throwing that just, in there. Just, Reference acknowledged. <laughs> Star Wars, The Force Awakens. <laughs> I have a bad feeling about this. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, Lexi has that joke now. That's funny. <laughs> um, well, yeah, the car thing. Welcome to 1977. <laughs> <laughs> the uh, autonomous driving thing. Interesting. I Guess what? I also have an article coming about that this week. 
Gee, <laughs> like, do you want us to just wait, put, put pause on and wait for you to finish all this stuff? No, it's done. That one's coming tomorrow, probably. Um, it, it, you know, it, 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 it makes sense to me in more than just the immediately obvious way, right? Certainly, if all cars are going to need this technology one day, then to have people license it from Apple makes sense. But Apple is not in the B2B world, right? So you think, what's the consumer angle for Apple? Let's try to predict Dan's article. I think <laughs> Apple has to be thinking, if your car can be self-driving using Apple Maps... And if it can, well, that's, that's big, scary all, enough. Big if. Good luck. <laughs> um, but if it can, and then you can enjoy more Apple device usage and Apple apps and Apple content while you're driving, that's where to me the big win is for them, right? If you are so hands free that you can use your iPhone stuff. So basically, Wally. Yes. <laughs> um, the the thing I wrote was more about looking for the seeds of this in the WWC stuff they talked about. And I think there are mm. two major areas that they discussed that will be crucial to the Apple car and or, or whatever system they're building. And the first one, obviously, is Core ML, because machine learning is the fundamental like ground underpinning of the entire self-driving car thing, right? Like being able to make decisions and or sort of you know exercise AI. That is that is a huge part. And I assume that the stuff that, that gets built out using those um, technologies will feed back into making those systems better so that's machine learning obviously one big part i also think the augmented reality stuff they showed off might be a major part of an apple car because it's not just mm. about the fundamentals of like making it work um but it's it's about you know apple likes a, a premium experience right like they want to make a, a an apple car that's not just like bare bones and, and works but is is luxurious and well designed and all that so Having some sort of augmented reality function of like you could know. make your car look nicer than it is. <laughs> no, that's not where you're going. That's not where I was going. That's fine. That's fine. Who's a guess? You're wrong, Lex. No, I think having some I sort mean, of heads yeah, up he display. Didn't, he didn't be... say a lot. <laughs> right. Yeah. Lex also it, did not say a lot. Right. But... And it could be it could be one of those things that they only work on and never release. By the way. Indeed. Also true. Yeah. Yeah. Happened before. If you look at like, I don't know today why, I mean, it's way too early to know, but why would I, as a company, as a car manufacturer, want to license or pay Apple to use its self-driving technology if Apple doesn't make the car itself? Um, yeah. Like, if you look at Apple's penetration or lack thereof with CarPlay, which still feels like it's not in nearly as many cars as I would have expected it to be by this point, mm -hmm. this is even more fundamental. And every car maker probably wants to make their own. And uh, what I don't know, Frank, I, I know full well that the with Sirius XM, it's in most cars. Some car companies pay Sirius, and Sirius pays some car company. Yeah, but they, they're, they're like constantly, I mean, I, after I got my car, they kept sending me pleading notes for like years. Like, no, please. Oh, right, no. Please, it's, yeah. it's, it's why Sirius XM is successful. My only point is that in some cases... Sirius pays the car company to get on the, the mm. in-car dash. Mm -hmm. And in other cases, the car companies pay Sirius to make sure that they can... I'm not saying anything to you, phone. I'm saying pay Sirius. <laughs> leave me alone. And... Happened twice, but the but so, in some so and honestly, wait until the they get Apple pay. Hey Siri, pay Siri. <laughs> yeah. So anyway, I don't know. I, if Apple's working on it, my question is why? Like, how do they think they're going to be able to make money from it? And I'm I'm not quite seeing it yet. So I'll have well, to. Look I, I mean, the article, that's what strikes me as the 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 car still being. You know, I go back and forth in different weeks about the car being like the most likely eventuality, but 
it does kind of fit with Apple's MO of like wanting to build the whole thing themselves, right? Like the idea True. of them having their own car that they build from the ground up with all their systems seems to make a lot of sense. I agree with you. I don't understand why they would necessarily develop this just to license it out. It's not really the the way they generally work. Like it's not impossible. I mean, the CarPlay thing still makes a lot of sense to me because most car UI systems suck. Like they're yes. really bad. That's because car, you know, companies don't specialize or spend any time developing those things. And a lot of times they're licensed out from like OEMs and that kind of stuff. Um so it makes sense when you're already carrying a computer around with you that that should be the brains of the UI for your car, right? Like that's just that just is very yeah. logical. In the same way that people like take their iPads on planes and use them as their entertainment devices, right? Like makes a lot more sense. Saves a lot of money. Wait, no, CarPlay as a concept makes a ton of right. sense. The it's execution just, is... It's surprising that cars, yes. more car companies don't do it. And I don't know why that is. Um, I don't... I, I, that's another one where I have no idea who pays who in that. Or it anything. might be more expensive to make the equipment compatible. I don't know. I mean... Yeah. Yeah. So I, I, the autonomous driving thing on its own seems weird. Kind of makes me wonder if you'd see something like Apple build a drone or something, but I, I don't think that's their, their move either. I mean, unless this this bit is just sort of like the rocker effect, mm. like they they want to make something that ties into these autonomous cars to get experience and then eventually make their own. After. Yeah, that's certainly that's interesting. That's a good a good theory, especially because it's not hard to imagine Apple coming out and announcing we've partnered with this yeah. luxury car company, BMW, Mercedes, whatever, like to have a car that makes. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, that make that it like <laughs> we'll built on our platform, our autonomous driving platform, right? Like that to me seems very plausible. Is anybody buying a new car? <laughs> oh, shut up! <laughs> I, I <laughs> on another podcast coming out this week where John Moulton and I talk about things. Uh, I did let leak that I I, I ordered a, a Tesla. <laughs> you ordered a Tesla? <laughs> I did. Your leaf just not cutting it anymore. Look at this guy. Thank oh, you, John. thank you, John. TM. I just so I had a long time ago when they first announced them done the pre order of that Model Three, their third gen mm-hmm. car, their more consumer level car. But it looks to me like it's going to be at least another year until those are shipping, and they're just not as good as the Teslas they have out right now. <laughs> so you, bought an, you bought an S. I, I have ordered an S. Okay, so. And canceled you're, my pre-order of the three. You're gonna you're gonna road trip up here, right? That's how this is That's gonna the work. Plan. Okay. Yeah. Well, I'm gonna let the car drive itself. <laughs> oh, smart, smart. Right. That way, I can be podcasting the entire time on the way there. I have ridden in a Model S once, uh, owned by a friend of mine, and it's a nice car. Gotta say, you know, if I had if I had the uh, the solar mansion money to to buy a Tesla. Oh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> <laughs> is it solar mansion money or is it basement uh, theater money oh well that's those are two different <laughs> levels i'm no longer comfortable with this show. <laughs> um but yeah we don't the, even uh, get are sun we, in this state lex <laughs> are, are we doing picks are we doing <laughs> yeah <laughs> well speaking of speaking of people giving other people a hard time we could talk about how um t- tony fidel hates phil Schiller. <laughs> oh geez yeah talk about that because I, I speak on that because I have not read it yet, so I'm, I, I don't actually know the story. I've only well, seen headlines. So, so part of it. So there's a book coming out by this guy Brian Merchant, uh, the one device, the secret history of the iPhone. So and he went around and interviewed some people, and one of the people that he interviewed was Tony Fidel, and um, and he said, 
let me see Fidel throws Schiller under the bus, right? That's that's what I think I saw. Yeah, I mean, so it's him and this other guy who. Um, anyway, so the but he, but this but Fidel said that uh, Schiller like was very adamant about a, a hardware keyboard on the iPhone and kept bringing it up all the time, and then and, and seemed like overly attached to that idea. Uh, and then there's this other guy named uh, Brett Bilbrey who sounds like basically said that <laughs> basically sort of said that Schiller doesn't understand technology. Oh, Schiller wow. Schiller just like you know, wants everything to be grandma and grandpa level. Um which uh does not seem you know does not really seem fair. I mean maybe it's fair if you're like uh you know someone who is a serious like deep level programmer uh but uh I mean, the guy understands the basic technology of the, com- you know, the stuff that gets made by the company. And, and honestly, I would even posit that Schiller's argument about the keyboard was not necessarily wrong at the time. I get that where we've ended up is the, the place where we should be. Yeah. But it is not insane for Apple for us to imagine a world where Apple's first iPhones had big screens and keyboards, hardware mm-hmm. keyboards, and eventually eliminated the hardware. The same thing's going to happen with the button. Right, right. Today the phones have a button, and it's super clear to me from iOS 11's weird Siri interface that they're getting rid of the button. Yeah. So and I don't know. I'm with you, Phil. Team Phil. I can't really, and I can't really tell. Uh, I mean, so these were excerpts, and they were published on the Verge, and I can't really get. A, I mean, maybe I'm missing it, but uh, that uh, when these events happened. Well, exactly. It, it sounds like it was around the conception of the original iPhone, but they also, I mean, the the, the weird, not weird. The the following the, the news kept going because like yeah right. filler shot or filler filler <laughs> filler that's what we call them we're good buddies filler <laughs> filler and me um, Schiller shot back that's actually surprisingly hard to say I had to think about it for a minute Schiller shot first Dan Schiller Boom. yeah that's true he shot first he shot Tony Fidel um, Schiller shot back with saying like don't believe everything you read and then Fidel, at least I still work here <laughs> and then Fidel yeah, right. walked it back too. And said yeah. that was inaccurate, and he, would, he said the you know, story he wasn't wanted, true. Yeah, he wanted it corrected or something. Mm-hmm. Um, so Which is yeah, be hard in a, on a book <laughs> that's coming yeah. out in just a few days. So that it, you know, I don't know. Nobody wants to be. Yeah, don't I? I have no trouble believing that Fidel said it, frankly, or that other you know people said it, and like just realized belatedly, crap, I should not have been saying that in public. Right, that's possible. That's definitely possible. But yeah, it's also possible this guy misunderstood or misquoted. But I don't know. That yeah, seems or, that seems to like that's going to like exaggerate or whatever. Yeah, I mean, sure. We don't. Yeah, we don't know who <laughs> who screwed this up. And then there was some. <laughs> co- there was or some, how screwed up it really is. There was some context from other places saying was it Gruber who wrote the piece saying like they you know a lot of engineers a lot of the insistence is that engineers can explain things to executives at a simple level yeah. so that it proves they really understand the whole you know the whole thing they're pitching there right right so i mean yeah yeah so so his i mean supposedly i mean we all like a a nice um excuse for schiller's opinion is that is that you know you have to convince me of why it doesn't need the thing that i you know the the, the obvious thing right yeah exactly and if you can't do that then you don't have a good reason for it I mean, all I was going to say if we did picks was that I really like that game Balls that everybody keeps talking about. That's all I was going to do. <laughs> I kept hearing people talk about, like, that game sounds like it's a one-joke name-only kind of app. And it's a really good game. I don't know if you guys played it yet. It's a good game. That's all I want to say. I have not. <laughs> That's okay, all. I had, to get, I had to get that off my chest. <laughs> 
It is. I also want to get off my chest. It is 10,000 degrees in my office right now. <laughs> Dan's window is open, though. I can hear the birds. It's true. It's lovely here. If you uh, drive up here in, in the basement, it's drive, rainy up day. In, drive up in the Tesla, hang out. Oh, God. I will do that. 